Hello and welcome to I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol. My name's Denise Ferguson from Fine Surveyors and today I'm speaking to Sherelle Griffith. Hi, Sh- Mich- sorry, I've got a cold. Hi, Sherelle, how are you? Hi, Denise, and no worries, I'll let you off, who cares? Oh, What's the name? <laughs> I just keep losing strength and I'm like, where am I? What am I doing? Right, this virus needs to just bugger off. Come on, Sherelle, give me your energy. So what's your business called and what do you do? So my business is just my name, so it's Sherelle Griffith Limited, and I am a business and marketing strategist that specifically focuses on helping coaches, consultants, online service providers to shine online, consistently create content that attracts their ideal clients, and ultimately build a business that they love and they love running it, being in it, and everything about it, basically. Yeah, that makes perfect sense to me because obviously I'm in the online world as well, so I totally get what you're talking about for but for people that aren't in our world <laughs> and they they're never going to understand the whole creating content and pe- pe- keeping consistent and you know really loving what you do because they're probably working for someone else so you know for those people what is it specifically that you do to help the online world so I specifically help people who are what I class as great at what they do so in most cases they had a job And so they are technically amazing at that thing. And then they got to a point where they thought, I'm going to do this by myself. I want to be my own boss. So they decided to set up their own business and they realized just being good at what you do, whether that be like actually a coach, consultant, a designer, copywriter, anything like that, the skill isn't enough because actually if no one knows about you, no one's going to sign up to work with you. And so actually what I help people to work out is, I suppose, what do they want to be known for online how do they want to be found so that could be everything from what's your website like are you using social media do you have an email list do you create content like Denise's podcast or do you have a blog or YouTube but basically ensuring that if anyone finds your name and they try and google it what do they come across and whether that means if someone finds you offline so they could be meeting in person they want to check up on you or the reverse it's just like you've got a brand that you're really happy with and you've got a whole set of information around you and assets and content that make people think I want to work with this person it's a real journey there isn't it I get um people who are starting on that journey they really struggle to either be visible online because that that definitely is a journey in itself and I'm sure we'll come across that conversation at some point this evening but but more than that they they you know procrastinate um over it for such a long time because they want it all to be perfect but for us who've been in this world for um longer we you know if we looked back to the first thing that we put out to now it's like worlds apart so I'm always saying to people you know just do it and then perfect it as you go along is that a message that you share too yeah absolutely I think you know it's easy when you are take pride in what you do to think okay everything needs to be to a real high quality a high standard but the reality is yeah everyone looks back at their first thing and you're like oh <laughs> and actually <laughs> and if you don't end up thinking that then that probably means you started too late because it probably meant actually you were just practicing it or like doing everything in draft and wait until you were really ready and it's like actually in the beginning you're probably not going to have an absolutely massive audience like it always makes me laugh when people are holding back of like making their le- website go live it's like what do you think a hundred thousand people are waiting to come on your website tomorrow like you're going to make it live and two people if lucky might stumble across it so at the beginning you do have the freedom to mess up a bit and it's probably a smaller audience of people who are much more forgiving so just get that like you said start in the beginning 
be imperfect, start to embrace that. And then as the journey goes on, you'll get better. And people like that's your journey as well. And people will buy into that. Yeah, 100 percent. I see people who are like, you know, really well known in in the online world, like the um, um, there's uh, like the um, personal trainer who did the um, school gym classes, um, oh, Joe Wicks, yeah. Joe Wicks. He uh, there's a, a lady online um, called Teresa who's, you know, trying to make it in the um, online PT world and everything. And and she's like, oh, nobody turned up to my class again. Nobody turned up to my class again. And, I'm like, and, I, and I send her videos from Joe Wicks who talks about, you know, that yeah. nobody turned up to his class for ages. And now, you know, look what he did for the whole country during the pandemic. And yeah, the time period is like, you know, maybe 10, 15 years or something. But the drive is what kept him going in those days where it wasn't working out so you think it's really important for people to understand that you know even the people who look up to us and think that we've kind of got it all nailed we're still constantly you know got like screwing up fucking up and trying to correct and the only difference is is that we continue to try and correct yeah, and like you said, like I think the Joe Wicks one because he was like he was in Clapham, who'd be like freezing, no one would turn up, and he was like, I kept on going. And even if you're not actually outside freezing, you know, you can keep that mentality of I show up and commit to this in the same way I would if I did have a massive business. And actually, that attitude in the beginning to saying I'm going to be, you know, as professional as you can be, as committed as you can be, and show up no matter what, and that becomes particularly important, I think, at the beginning stage when people have a really small audience and so it's very common to people to be like oh well you know there's only five people what value is that going to be and it's like actually you don't know those five people could be connecting with the right person they could buy your next thing you release you don't know like we never know unless you actually like you never know actually what's going on in anyone's head anyway so even if you know the people you still don't know so it is that as you said like commitment to just being like if this is really what you want to do then you need to show up you need to be consistent and you need to act as if you like have that big business and you have the big audience already yeah 100 percent. i i you know i can't express enough how much of it is mindset over ability there are a million people out there that could do exactly what we're doing and the only reason that we do what we do is because we believe that we can do it we believe that we can help more and more people if everybody else had that mindset too they could do it too you know there is nothing outstanding about us that's different to other people at all other than the fact that we really truly do believe that we can help lots and lots of different people so what made you do that journey because doing the online stuff isn't easy you know we get trolls we get bad messages we get dick pics we get you know days when nobody turns up we get all of that you know there's constant letdowns but overall it's kind of a choice that we've made so what made you make that choice so for me it was like a bit of a journey like everyone says but I had a like traditional marketing team career before so I was working in London on like West End Productions living my best life hashtag London life and was probably <laughs> very happy like jolly going on about doing stuff and then for some unknown reason one day I decided to buy Lean In by Cheryl Sandberg and Strong Woman by Karen Brady and those two books for me it was like 2015 that is the turning moment in my life in terms of I read those books and I just realized that even though I had a good career there was like so much more I could be doing and could be offering I joined a lean-in circle and it was there where I declared I was going to start a book club so I started a book club called prepare her's book club and it's all about supporting ambitious women but I didn't want anyone to know 
So I didn't tell like a single friend. I, I actually just used online to gather a set of women together to be able to run this book club in central London. And through that, some entrepreneurs like came and joined and everyone was like, like, you're really good at this. Like, how have you managed without telling anyone you actually know to build something? And I was just like, well, you know, just did this, did that. And then I realized, oh yeah, the fact you work in marketing made all these things seem super normal and they're not normal to anyone else. So from that, and then a few years later, it's like it took a while, I thought actually I need to like actually support people. And I think the more I came across more women that were leaving their jobs and I was like, they're not doing well. And I was like, well, you're doing a disjustice now because you do know how to help them. And actually, is it great that I only support all the big massive companies that already have millions of pounds? I could probably use my skills in a way that's more fulfilling. Um, and so, yeah, I, so I started my business online and I think you're right. There are trolls, there are hard days, but also there are massive, massive advantages. And I always say like, I'm not only an online marketing person, like I still get a lot of business from in-person networking and I love it. And there's, you know, there is more than just the online world, but I don't think any business now can do well if they don't have any online marketing. And if you don't actually have a presence, that means when someone Googles them, they see something consistent that people are going to buy into. Yeah, I think that's that's a universal truth now because there were years not that long ago in terms of (laughs) no in terms of history where there were certain brands that that could wave the flag of well I'm so amazing that I don't need to be on social media and I don't think that cuts it now I think they have to have an online presence of some sort and I you know even the you know the Ferraris the Maseratis that you know the huge global you know wealthy companies they all have social media presence now because people want to see those things. They want to be able to tag the fact that they've got a new Ferrari. They want to be able to, you know, show their their latest thing that they've got. And I think that universal truth means that your book club now would be harder to sell now than it would have been back in those days because people want to look and go, where's your Instagram page? (laughs) They do. They want to see that you are, there's a human person behind everything and then I talk about this podcast in terms of business and people say it has nothing to do with your business and I I say no but you definitely get to know the type of person that I am so if you know even if you have things that aren't necessarily connected to your business that you do people buy from people they want to see that you're a whole person that you have a personality that they're going to be able to interact with so it doesn't matter where they find you on social media whether it's tagged in a best friend's you know wedding or whether or not it's you know your official website they want to see that you are that person consistently and they are that you are the type of person they want to um work with so having that presence that they can find is absolutely vital and also that's also why it's really important that you constantly show up as yourself because you don't want them to find information that you haven't publicly put out there is that another thing that you kind of express on your clients yeah, I mean, I think I always start with people being like, have you done the actual Google audit and what exists out there? Because I think sometimes we do, all of us have stuff that we might not necessarily like. And sometimes we can get rid of it and sometimes we can't. And if you can't get rid of it, then you then have to start making more content that's going to push it further down the pages. Fact, done, there we go. Someone's going to really hunt to page five, six, and that's their own prerogative. But actually we do have more control in certain ways to be able to make sure that page one 
does reflect it turns up the way that we want it to turn up and I think your comment about like you, people saying to you like well it's not about like your business it's like you are so right about actually being a person and people buy from people and there is no one really who I suppose if you're providing any type of service that you're the only person like no one is the only one that someone can go to and so now a big differentiating factor is the actual person people connect with them and think okay I would rather do business with them because in the, the day they might be the person I have to ring they might be the person I have to have a meeting with or whatever and so the person who's who you buy into as well as actually the service that they're providing yeah a hundred percent there's there's never been a better time to pre-qualify the people that you want to work with and pre-qualify the people that you want to give business to, too, because you can kind of search them out online and, you know, really understand what makes them tick and the type of person they are and the things that other people say about them before you kind of invest any money in them and also kind of, you know, understand whether or not they actually know what they say, because it's, it's easy enough to write all the things that you you kind of know but if you're seeing videos and the you know the information they put out online or like us we met on clubhouse if you see if you listen (laughs) if you listen to them on clubhouse you really understand who actually knows their shit and who actually talks shit Mm. and that is a good point and I think that's why like video content has become you know over the last couple of years more and more important because it's something where there's no faking it like this is me that is you there's no there's no one has could have been a ghost writer or done anything else like this is the real deal and that's why now literally I don't have any clients where I'm like if you don't have any video about you right now out there that people can find you're definitely leaving money on the table because that's going to be the biggest converter Oh, 100%. I've got a a mastermind, genius mastermind. And every single time they say, I I don't want to have video content. I don't see why I need to. I think I can, you know, get on quite fine without it. And I'm like, you know, that that's cool. You can have that opinion now. But when you do do video (laughs) and we go back into this conversation and you are making more money, just be ready to say that you were wrong. (laughs) And they're all like, you make them (laughs) do you make them like sign a certificate that says like I swear that I am not interested in video even though Denise said it's great I don't believe her there's a day they have to sit there with a certificate that says Denise was right all along (laughs) (laughs) but it's really important though isn't it I mean you know Clubhouse has done amazing things for, for both of us whereby people really get to know our kind of personalities the way we speak the the things that we will and won't put up with, you know, um, the things that are important to us and ask us questions about our specialities that not to trick us, but, you know, because they, they need our help. They need our advice. And it comes off quickly, which means that we actually genuinely know what we're talking about. That's that off the cuff is the best way for people to be able to understand exactly who you are, what you're about and whether or not you know what you're doing. If you do pre-record videos, then you could have rehearsed it to a certain extent, but it shows your personality. It shows what you do and everything like that. If you do Q and A's that are live, that's amazing because, you know, people are like throwing things at you and you're answering it. You're on video and they're seeing you animated and, you know, how you hold yourself, the way that you talk with your hands and all of those different things. It's really important to people. If somebody asks you a question online and you reply to it, yeah, they're going to go, oh, brilliant. That was the answer that I needed or the help that I needed, but they're never going to quite know for real if it was you. So if it comes out of your physical mouth, that is a game changer. Yeah. I think voice is something that's really, really valuable. And as you said, like 
one of the reasons why I love Clubhouse probably even more than like a podcast or even doing voice notes is because people can ask their questions and they get a reply in real time. So there is nothing like it in terms of being able to prove like, you ask a question, I'm going to reply to you. I know my stuff. Here we go. Done. And that is why I found it to be amazing. And I know like, and we met here there and actually I found it a great platform to for clients and for collaboration. So yes, I'm all for Clubhouse and also anything to do with audio. I think audio and video, like working out how that works across your strategy. If yeah, if you've only got text, then especially the bigger you get as well, I think people start to be like, is that actually them? Like I know if someone DMs me back on Instagram, that's a big name. I'm like, well, that's not really you, is it? And it could be like, that's the sad thing. It could be them, but I don't know that. So even just starting to use like voice notes in your DMs is just like a great way for people to be like, well, this is that's actually her or him rather than just someone um, that's typing for them. Yeah, but please don't send voice notes to people that you don't know because yeah. there is nothing worse than being like I've got a message that I can't in public press because I don't know what the hell it's going to say <laughs> so if you could have just typed that that'd been awesome but when we get to know each other feel free to send me a voice message I feel like you get a lot more unsolicited dms than I do <laughs> I get a lot of messages every single day in fact in my household we have we like to have around the dinner table it's like who's mum's boyfriend today and I'm like so we've got (laughs) crazy just ridiculous but you know I have to take all these things with a pinch of salt and I have to laugh at them because if I was even remotely offended by anything like that you just wouldn't do it and I had a really interesting conversation with um somebody the other day I can't even remember who it was now and we were talking oh yeah um, another online um, lady and we were talking about how some people who are in in our opinion you know several steps ahead of us in in business terms they still really struggle with negative comments in the dms and negative comments on the posts and stuff like that and I was saying for me personally I had to do the work now on not caring about things like that because I couldn't continue my journey with that hanging over me with that knowing that as it got worse I would care I would care it would hurt me and the thing that changed is the more I didn't care the more I just didn't give a shit about other people's opinions the less people bothered doing it they went for the people Mm. who did care who would react and stuff like that if somebody's going to put a bad you know um a bad comment on my post and I'm going to say you know you're absolutely right I really am a vile person they just they give up they're like oh they're pointless with us you know and if someone sends me a dick pic and I send them a dick pic back you know it's not the same thing is it (laughs) I think it's about for me it's so much about mindset and getting that right as soon as you possibly can so that when you are rocked because you will be rocked and that's another thing I talk about endlessly in business it is a roller coaster and you're just hoping that it's going up all the time. Nothing's linear. And when people think it is going to be because they see everyone else's journey and they don't see the roller coaster side of it, it can be really hard because that's that comparison thing. If you cut out the comparison and you accept that you're not seeing everyone else's journey, that is just, that makes so much difference to you and how you show up every single day. Well, I'm so glad you mentioned like actually about the troll situation though, because I think that is part of visibility where people don't want to show up and it's like it is a mindset thing and sometimes we don't address them and it's a trigger at the back so I for a very long time had a fear of live video because one of the first ones I ever did was like on Vine on Twitter I'm like who even remembers Vine on Twitter and someone basically like I think it was like the first or second video I'd ever done and someone told me to get my tits out and I just like froze and was just like 
oh well I don't know what to do now so then which ages, one <laughs> but for ages then I did have this big fear because thought oh all these people are there like I don't know what's going to happen and, I, and it actually did take me a while to get over that and actually you know I just started in more safer spaces I went back to like doing Facebook lives and groups and stuff to then just get my confidence back up before then I went into public spaces but the fact is that could have stopped me forever and I think some people don't even have like a reason like it's just an imaginary thing in their head and it's not even happened but that does stop you because you think to yourself well the more successful I am the more visible I am the more people that are going to attack me therefore I'm going to keep myself small and that yeah. is a very true mindset block for a lot of people and it's, it's sad to see it because like why we don't think we are self-sabotaging we are self-sabotaging but we are and we're holding ourselves back from really achieving what we want in our business and I think that's one of the things for me when I talk about like helping people to shine online is about how to it is some of it is strategy but some of it is mindset and really guiding people to get to a point where it's like how can you be confident being online and whether that means we've got to get through for some fears whether that means we've got to like look at what is the best format for you you know are you someone that is like I can do live and that's great or maybe you're like I want to start with pre-recorded first and then I'll warm up and then I'll do it some people are great by themselves some people love a conversation and interviews like there's always ways around it and I think trying to find like the most comfortable zone first and then start stretching you out Oh yeah, hundred percent. There's always an avenue for everyone and it's just finding what that is, but it needs to unlock all of the avenues because the thing that, that we know to be true now is that omnipresence is absolutely vital if you want to go to those dizzy heights. I mean, and, and understanding whether or not people are you know, self-sabotaging and keeping themselves small or whether or not it is that aim for them to have, you know, a small, very compact um, business that, that, that they want to keep control over. I know for you and me, we have much bigger ambitions in life. That, but the thing that changed my perspective over that was that when I was becoming visible in order to um, get more clients and make more money, it didn't sit well with me. There was some, there was a block that was stopping me from being able to do it because it didn't align with my beliefs or, or how I wanted to be as a person. And what absolutely changed everything for me was being told that by not showing up, I was stopping myself from being able to help more people. That's all I needed. Mm -hmm. Because that was what my mission was to help more people. It wasn't to make more money and to, um, you know, to get more clients. Absolutely. I want to make a shit ton of money. Like money isn't the, the, I'm not scared to say that I want to make lots of money because I absolutely do. But that wasn't the focus. That was a byproduct of helping more and more people. And I think what they're like the, um, the, the mental blocks for not people not being able to go live another thing is you know why are they going live like understanding in their head because once they can associate those two things together that is a game like I have to stop saying game changer <laughs> that is the thing that makes the massive amount of difference to people you need to have an alignment you need to understand what your mission is and you know people say you know you know what is your why and everything like that but actually without one it's very very hard to sustain the momentum that you need to be successful in business I think there's like the why of your bigger mission for like your business but also there is a why for your content and like one of the things I see the most 
is that people are just like, well, I know I need to be here, but they have no real content strategy. There is no understanding of what this purpose is. And that is when people are inconsistent because they're like, well, I know I should be doing it, but they haven't worked out why, they haven't worked out how it supports their business. They haven't worked out how it feeds into everything else and is going to give them the ultimate what they're trying to achieve. And I'm really glad you brought up the idea of like, you know, how big a business you want to like build. And I make it like very clear that I don't make it's not I don't want to talk about money but I don't try and push out specific messages because I work with people where I say to them what your actual goal is for your business that's what I'm going to help you make a marketing strategy to achieve and so we're going to look at your life and we're going to look at your business and if you say to me actually I'm someone that's like I want to do 10 till 2 because I'm working around the kids that's what I want fine if you're someone's like actually I want to be able to go on holiday and ski for two months every year and so I want to have a business where I work flat out 10 and I get two months off fine. Like actually, and someone says, I want to build empires, like depending on what the actual business goal is, like you need that before we can start making a marketing strategy. And but so many people don't haven't worked out what it is, they don't own it, they're following just someone saying something online and then going after it, and then halfway down the road, they're like, Oh, I'm burnt out because actually it wasn't connected to me and it wasn't my actual why. Oh, yeah, I thought that I absolutely knew because I've done I've done all of the the different things that everyone says you have to do. So I thought I absolutely knew what it is that I was aiming for because, you know, everyone says you have to. So I did, I did the work and I absolutely do it. And the thing is, every single time I do that work, I realise I was acting, I was playing small. Like, and, and it, every single time I'm playing small. And one of the first, um, the f- one of the first things I did was, oh God, American, little American lady, can't remember now. Anyway, she said to write down my 10 things that I wanted to do within the next 10 years. And they had to be so outrageous that I would be, I had to write them down. And so I'd be so embarrassed for someone to find them. They had to be that embarrassing. And I was like, oh, that's strong. Like, right, I get you. Okay, cool. <laughs> then yesterday when I was like really poorly, my best friend came around um with a jack chicken sandwich good girl and we were wolfing it down and I was telling her like kind of the things that I've been up to and everything like that and I said oh yeah I've been doing this like new program getting me all aligned because you know I was there was so much going on I kind of needed some focus and stuff like that and she was like oh okay you know how's it going and everything I said oh yeah you know um I had to kind of visualize where I wanted to be and everything I was like and weirdly I didn't expect it I was on a stage I was doing public speaking so I was like oh that's more important to me than I thought it was brilliant okay I need to kind of sort that out in our mission for the business and everything I said um but I got there on a private jet and I was staying on a private yacht neither of them were mine but I definitely hired them and all of my family and friends were there and I was like so that is the kind of lifestyle that I want to have but the mission is to help people and everything like that and she was like that's a that's like a lot of money like now have you realigned all of your money I said yeah and like I have to realign all of the money and stuff like that and I sat and I sat there and I looked at her and I went I wasn't embarrassed to say that to you and she went no and I said but that then it's not even big enough then it's not even uh-huh. big and she was like what she was like you want it bigger <laughs> and I was like it needs to be bigger because if that if me saying that to you is achievable then I'm still playing too small and she was like like well I mean I think I would challenge it because I think I would say some friends you would hope that we are building a circle of people where yeah in the beginning you might be like okay I feel embarrassed to have these sort of like big goals and share them but hopefully over time I think most people that go on a personal development journey and like as entrepreneurs it's basically like it has to happen no one tells you but that's basically what's going to happen when you sign up to start your own business is you build other people around you where I suppose what seems like 
audacious, outrageous, crazy big to that like and like the everyday start to build a people circle where they're like, no, that is acceptable. So I think maybe yeah, you do need to push up a board Denise, but maybe don't be too harsh on yourself. Maybe it's just that friend was a very trusty. But it was one. the fact that I wasn't embarrassed to say it. I was like, I am free I am freely communicating mm, with this with no kind of worries at all. And I was like I think even that is thinking small, which is like blowing my mind. But, you know, it's it's interesting exercises that as business owners, people who are starting out don't realize that we still have to do. Like we still have to continuously improve our mindset and that, you know, check our goals and make sure that they still align with who we are as people and find where those blocks are because they are continuous blocks as we are going through the journey too. And I think people, when they're starting, just do not appreciate it. They think, oh, once I've got through that block I'll be sailing you know no 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 no. there will be continuous blocks the whole way through you know when I speak to um like I was um speaking to Theopathetus a couple of weeks ago and he was talking all about the different stages of his business and how he's you know had different blocks the whole way through and you know now what he's doing there's still situations that he has to kind of work out and it's you know even I know that everyone still has blocks and when people in that of that caliber say it I'm like like wow okay but it frees me up to feel like I don't have to know everything yeah well they say new level new block so you keep going up and then something else comes and you're like push through go to the next one go to the next one and it is I don't think anyone ever gets to a point where there is no mindset block of any way shape or form it's just because actually as you take a next level up something will come into your mind that would wouldn't have even been appropriate when you were further down so that's the thing it's just like new things will appear and new problems do appear and new issues and new things to work out and solutions to find and all that type of stuff you br- briefly um touched on the kind of believing that it's possible when you start your own business do you want to talk a bit more about that because like that is my <laughs> that's my jam but believing in yourself well believing in yourself and believing in like things that may feel impossible so I think personally depending on what like your idea can be sometimes you it can be easy to just think well how am I even going to go about this like you actually only know step one and two and three four seven hundred don't exist and so you have to just have this inner belief that's like there is a way and I might not be able to see the whole path right now but as long as I start to take some steps then the next bit will unfold. And so for me, I think when I try and meet with people, I'm like, they've got that idea. I think that's why having your why is important because I think your why will help you to even pull yourself up when you don't have enough belief. Because I think some people struggle with self-belief, but if you can have it, for some people having an attachment to being able to support other people or to be able to give back or do something else that's outside of themselves helps for them to be like, okay, I know there's a real reason why I'm trying to do this. But for, I mean, my thing for belief is, it's pretty much, it is the mindset work. It is this personal development. Like most people aren't made to just wake up and be like, I'm amazing and I'm going to do all this. Um, but if you start to really attach yourself to trying to putting yourself out there and knowing that it's not going to be perfect and you might need help and you're going to have to try things along the way, but just have, I suppose, like the sort of faith to take a step and hope the next step will appear. Sometimes it doesn't know and you just still have to have faith that (laughs) that was part of the journey too because you know the amount of times that you think oh god you know I'm just going to give up that's absolutely natural because your body automatically tries to protect you it'll try and save you from a situation that feels hard and if it doesn't feel hard you're probably not pushing hard enough so you know 
I mean, yesterday I was just uh, reviewing a book called Mindset by Carol Dweck. And it's this thing about like failure is part of being successful. You have like you're going to have to have elements of failure. But there's a difference between something failing and you being a failure. And I think that's what you have to really get to the point of being able to separate it and be like, actually, on a journey to create something great. I'm going to fail like that's what they say about all the greatest inventions you know you, it wasn't the first time someone was like I'm going to try and make this work it worked but what you become successful by keep on going and one of the ways you can do that is by understanding that like failing isn't you like don't take on the identity of being a failure it's just being able to distance yourself and say something didn't work and I've learned something from that and now I can apply it and maybe that means yeah you do have a little pivot you try and take a different route but you don't think okay this door's shut that's the end of it yeah, absolutely. It's 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 all mindset work, and I, I don't think I realised when I started out. Well, I, I know I didn't realise when I started out fifteen <laughs> years ago that mindset had anything to do with it. I think I was incredibly lucky that I did believe in myself, but no, like no way was I doing any of this like personal development work consistently. That I absolutely is a a no brainer to me now. Like it, it has to be, you know, um, personal development the whole way through because if not. I can see that it being derailed straight away and it's just yeah absolutely fundamental so if anyone needs your help where can they find you Sherelle? So you can find me over on my website which is sherellegriffith.com and then I'm on like Instagram and LinkedIn Sherelle Griffith is usually my handle unless it's Twitter where there's not enough letters because you're only allowed 15 <laughs> so I'm Sherelle Griff um over on there but yeah that's the, but the website's the best place to find me I've got a blog with over like a hundred blog posts to help people get better with their marketing to improving they accelerate their business growth and yeah you can see all my services on there as well awesome thank you so much I'm not even on Twitter actually I've never I don't use it very often journal requests that's the main yeah. reason why I'm on there do you like a journal request? Good point. Thankfully, I have one of my team that just sticks to that one. So I end all of the podcasts with the eight mile moment. So I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me. I love Eminem and he does all of his rap battles by saying the worst things about him. Like he's skinny, he's white, his mum lives in a trailer so that his opponent can't say anything bad back to him. So Sherelle, what are the worst things about you? Oh, um, I talk too fast. I <laughs> don't breathe when I talk. I don't know <laughs> I'm perfect no I'm not perfect obviously I'm not perfect <laughs> but I can't think it was meant to be like the worst thing about me I don't know sorry clearly done too much mindset work <laughs> yeah oh god yeah does that mean that I have to do loads because I could reel it off like really quickly <laughs> yeah you need to do more mindset work <laughs> I have to do more mindset work I'm amazing yeah well thank you so much Sherelle for being on the podcast no worries thank you so much for having me Denise anytime and as always if anyone else wants to be on the podcast you can contact us at podcast at find hyphen surveyors say goodbye Cheryl. bye bye everyone bye everybody